Welcome back to Melanin and Murder Pod. We back. Week number, we have no idea, but we're know. happy to see you. It's like quarantine weeks. Yeah. It's one of them weeks. We back in this thing. We was on a two-week break to make y'all miss us, mm-hmm. but now we here. Hopefully you did, and hopefully you're back. <laughs> if you're back, we so appreciate it. Because they got them notifications on. Because they subscribe. Please like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Melanin Murder Pod. Insta is me, your girl, T. Chipri. And <laughs> it rhymes. No, it and I'm Monet. So welcome back. So what are we gonna talk about this week? By the way, I am super hungover, guys. So it ain't my got energy nothing to do with me. Don't look at me all the way down. I didn't get her drunk this time. No. She did but it all hey, by friends, herself. I had such a good weekend. I didn't, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, in honor of Monet being hungover, we're gonna take shots of uh, seltzer. <laughs> so <Yay. laughs> here we go. Cheers! Cheers! It'll be a little easy drinking. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yum yum. Delicious. We're drinking shots of cacti. In Actually, case you were wondering. I've, well, I've never had cacti before. I don't even... What is that? Grass new. It's Travis Scott's uh, seltzer. Oh, that's cute. Uh-huh. Hi, Travis. It's, like it, it's just like recently hit stores. He was sending care packages like on Instagram to all his famous yeah. friends. And I would be looking like... I want some cacti. It's actually, I've had all, I've had all the flavors. Um, nice. They have a strawberry one that's actually really good. I think you would like it. Oh, yeah. To me, it's better than White Claw. Because White Claw has, I don't know. It doesn't like it have has a flavor. It, has, it doesn't. It just tastes like spiked water. Yeah. With like a little bit of flavor in it. it just, I don't know. It's, a, it's not good to me. White Claw heads don't come at me. I like Truly, though. Really I've never truly. had truly. I've never, yeah. I've never had truly. But actually, cacti is really, really good. And if you haven't had food, which was when I first had it, it, it got me a little lit after like three really? cans. <laughs> so after like three cans. But uh, but oh, yeah, wow. uh huh. I mean, it's seven percent and it's healthy. It's agave. So agave is a natural plant, so it's not like heavy sugars yeah. or anything. So in in the small can, I know it's like only 120 calories. This whole can is 300 calories, so it's like easy easy drinking. You don't have I to like. feel guilty. Like I'm sorry like. this turned into a cacti uh, commercial, but shout out to you, guys. Give me my money. Right. <laughs> <Pay me. laughs> so we had so outside of the weekend, you know. I was just going, going, going. So do I really know what's going on in the world? Probably not too much, but real life has been fun. Um, I heard that Kentrell is having another baby. Who's Kentrell? Kentrell is uh, a young boy. Oh. Yeah, and he has a lot of kids. He has a lot of kids. That's why it's news, because oh. he has. she just keeps popping them out. 
just popping them out, popping them mm. out. I saw um, Ocho Cinco like tweeted or said something like, "Oh, Kiki Wyatt and, Kend- and uh, NBA with Young Boy not go outdo me." <laughs> picture with all of his kids because he has a ton of kids too. But also, Kiki has a a shit ton. And I'm like, girl, what does your vagina feel like? Can you even feel anything down there anymore? Like, mm-hmm. y'all better than me. To I me, can't. after you pop, I like, I don't know. Anywho, one is a lot. I just, <laughs> yeah, people be having kids, and I just don't understand. I be looking at people like I'm a teenager. I'm like, you, you're pregnant. You, <laughs> like, we, what are you gonna do? It's like I'm grown ass married woman. Oh, okay, you're right. We, <laughs> oh, we are, are full ass adults. Now. <laughs> I'm still questioning why like, people are you, having kids. You haven't congrats, I guess. I guess, yeah. Like like are you happy about it? Right. Are okay. you okay? okay. What are you gonna do yeah, about it? Great. Girl, I don't know, I especially like, this past shower. year. Girl, it's a whole panorama outside. <laughs> With people in quarantine and y'all getting pregnant snits. Yes, people had a lot of lots of babies this year. Yeah, because they ain't have nothing to do but sit in the house and fuck like rabbits. Mm-hmm. So that has been going on. What else has happened? J-Lo and um, A-Rod broke up. I mean, we kind of knew that was coming because like when rumors come out and then they have to be like, okay, no, we're back together. We're going to work on it. It worked out, but she'll be fine. Oh, well, J-Lo collects yeah. engagement rings. Like I collect so will um, he. hangovers. Um, so like infinity stones. <laughs> Like the Infinity Stones, and they're huge. Like Infinity Stones. I wonder who so has go the last girl. stone in the head. Like who's gonna who who's gonna be the last yep. one? Girl, she'll she be the last. Snatch one. that hoe out somebody's she, head. It's gonna be her own because she can do that. That's Tell true. Her own rock. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that have happened this week. Um, so one thing that I thought was like really funny, really cute. Did you see the the girls that did a, a granny bar crawl? Mm-mm. They dressed up as grannies. No, they just they all dressed up as grannies and they went out and they little kitten heels and in old lady outfits and it was like so much fun. They were like one girl was doing a split. There were these bars and people were like, "What's it like? Go grannies!" But it was hilarious. Wait, were they like, grannies? I love the theme bar crawl. No, we were like they were like our age. <coughs> oh, okay, okay. They I did a you. granny themed bar non COVID cough. Yeah. I'm fully vaccinated, guys. Fully vaccinated. <laughs> so, but that was that looked so like so much fun. That's my type of party. If you I love ever want to invite me to a bar crawl, I'll be there. Like especially a theme. Yes. I love a theme. So that looked like so much fucking fun. I love just dressing. We're up gonna put a little for video. No reason whatsoever. Like on a Tuesday. Yeah. The people are like, okay. where are you going? <laughs> Why are you dressed up? Why aren't you dressed up? Why aren't you? So, I might do a theme for my birthday, and we can just go to the beach. Yeah. Wait. What do you wanna? Uh, what theme? Whatever. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. We. You get to it. <laughs> Whatever. It's like a month from now. Oh gosh. So that's been going on. Um. Now, in some actual news, like, okay, we know all of the the racist type things that have been happening that I just don't care to discuss because I care to keep things very lighthearted today, very happy. Um, but uh, there were some teenage girls that broke into a home in the Bronx or, you know, I, I guess like a walk up. They broke into it. Some of these teenage girls couldn't st- Right? And stole all four. Some, about $500 in cash, okay, a Macy's gift card. I mean, sorry, a Macy's 
credit card. <laughs> Macy's credit card, okay. And uh, Michael Kors bag. <laughs> this happened recently or in this 2008? This happened like last week. That sounds or like this, a 2008 crime. No, this and they caught these girls on camera with their bonnets on and shit. What? And I'm just like, girls, girls, let's get it together. What's up? What's up, teenage girls? Like, what? What? What are you like? You can. What you can do you want to do with that? Go to Marshalls. Go to Ross. You can get a Michael Kors bag if if that's what you are gonna break and enter someone's home for a Michael Kors bag. Like, I'd be like, my life. I've really hit rock. That's bottom. rock ass bottom. That is rock. If bottom. you're gonna be breaking into people's homes, did you see the documentary about the the kid that started the burglary ring with uh, Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton? Oh yeah, yeah I remember that. Like yeah. you need to like that's the shit. If you're gonna do it, like you do need to be breaking into Paris Hilton and her friends' homes and stealing their diamond they have necklaces. I access to that in the Bronx. I mean, any any uh, celebrities live in the Bronx? I don't think so. Oh, maybe not in the Bronx. <laughs> well, go to Manhattan and go to somebody's condo and break into their condo. It'll come out with something more than a Michael Kors bag. Girl, just go to Ross. What year is just this? Just go to Ross. Just go to Ross. I just feel girl. like we went back. What you think they bought on that Macy's credit card? Apple bottom jeans? <laughs> I don't think we sell that at Macy's. No, okay. I don't know. I don't I was, know what Macy's sells anymore. I was anymore. trying to shade Macy's, but they did, you were like too low for Macy's. Poor Macy's. <laughs> Sorry. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. It's been years since I shopped at Macy's for clothes. You I used to. I ain't even gonna lie. And like, they, you could find some finds, yeah. but like. Girl, you just turned Macy's. I like sheets from Macy's. Sheets, yeah. Sheets are great. You turn Macy's into I know. a whole You know what trends. I think of like Macy's? I think Macy's is like very like, like I, I'm picture I'm walking into Macy's right now and they have the Tommy Bahama section and they have the um, BCBG section. Look, they have no the uh, Tommy Hilfiger section, Liz Claiborne. That's what I'm picturing. Sorry to that store. I, I don't, I wouldn't even know. I don't, I've never been in a Macy's in years. So That's what know. I'm saying. <laughs> I picture like the, the little sections of the older like white lady. Yeah, the like, misses. Clo- yeah, the misses the section. section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but in the junior section, they had like last time I shopped at Macy's, it was when I was wearing probably Jordan heels or something. I definitely like, would shop there for a granny crawl though. Like I feel like I can find some good good finds in the Mrs. section. Steinmart. Steinmart. That's where you go Steinmart for a granny crawl. Is like Steinmart is the place in my head that I remember growing up where um, before ugly Christmas sweaters was a thing. Like like people actually wore those sweaters and they were just ugly and Steinmark yeah. sold them. So I don't know anybody over the age of like 46 that ever shopped at Steinmark. Yeah, I hated going to that store. Me too. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's... why are we here? Oh, <laughs> I would much rather go to, because you know, Lafayette, the Steinmart right. is right in the, like by the TJ Maxx and yeah. all that. So I was like, I'd much rather be in TJ Maxx. It's like, why are we in this store? Why are we in this store? Yeah. There's nothing for me. Like when you're a kid and you go to stores, you're selfish. You're like, I want to go yeah. to the toy aisle. Or, and when you're older, you're like, I want to shop in the junior section. Oh, ain't, ain't no juniors in Steinmark. There's no juniors in Steinmark. It's a store full of fucking misses. <laughs> and I, I remember when I when I was going there as a kid, like being like, mom, like, my mom could do so much better than Steinmark. Like it's it's a disappointment. Yeah. But um, oh wait, we we're talking about the 
that's all I got as far as news this week. There hasn't been too much, too crazy. It's been going on. Oh, Hazily, um, you you probably you you're looking like who the fuck is that? <laughs> she <laughs> she used to be like a publicist or something. She was on Love and Hip Hop, LA. Um, I think she lives in Houston. But she got, like, bad surgery in Turkey. Like, she wanted to do, like, a mommy makeover. So now she's stuck in Turkey because they have to keep her in the hospital. She was on live, like, crying. She was like, I don't have any more boobs. Um, Which is actually not funny. Like, I get it. Like, people's appearance is very important. I can see how that could be, like, very traumatizing. Um, especially if you just wanted to snap back after after pregnancy changes your body so much. You but know, why go? Why not do it here? That's the fucking thing. So she got so they couldn't do her surgery because of her boobs that were done. Say um, I don't know back in 2015 or something mm. in Mexico. Oh girl. Don't go. Why are you going out of the country to get plastic surgery, people? It's <coughs> not like. Like, we have really great doctors here in the U.S. But like, she seems like, point? she did all that, she could afford it, right? Yeah, here. I mean, you have to take a trip to, to Turkey and shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So you could easily afford a doctor here. I think that the, the prices for surgery are cheaper. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you can't afford it, then you don't need to be doing it. Yeah. But she said she wanted to, like, have her baby be well-traveled before the age of one. So let me know um, your one year old memories. <laughs> Write us and let us know what you remember for, from your one year birthday party. But what is so? What is this drink? Um, this is we're drinking our red solo cups because this is my ghetto drink. Um, mm. It's a spiked so it's ranch water. Uh huh. I love a ranch water. That's you know me, that's I love our, ranch water. our favorite drink, our go to drink that she swears that we had together, but we never had it together until she started ordering it. Ranch no, water is tequila. It wasn't that. You said that it wasn't on the menu at the place. And I was no, just like, No, that's not what the, the argument menu. was. You, Your argument was that we had it together. You were like, you remember we drank it at um, whatever the, at the place, place was. Yeah. And I was like, no, we had happy hour margaritas. You probably had it with somebody else or a resident husband, but Here's it wasn't me. I feel like we were having, we were having an argument with, with two completely different things. She's talking to me about this, and I was saying... It was on the menu. At, at no, she no. She was like, "You had it before," because I kept being We're like, doing "What it the right fuck now? is ranch water? <laughs> what is ranch right water? Now. I've never heard of this a day in my life. It's a very Texas thing, and I didn't like ever have it until I started like going to bars in Houston, and she brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, okay, like it is a thing," because you kept mm-hmm. being like, it, "It it's a thing." I was like, "It's not a thing," and so that argument started. But it's basically tequila soda and lime juice. Mm-hmm. So today I have tequila. I use. Um, Eradura Añejo <clears throat> which is a clear um, Añejo with Topo Chico mm-hmm. and instead of lime juice I use lime cacti it's pretty good with strawberry puree so it's a strawberry ranch, ranch water, water. with cacti so gotcha. it's like extra spiked Extra spikes, a little yes. extra spikes, which I probably only need to drink a little tiny bit of it. But let's get into our, our murder mm. mysteries of the week. Uh, who went first last week? I don't remember. We didn't record last week. 
a week before last, <laughs> last episode. I did. Okay. So we are going to talk today about the murder of a Mr. Lauren High. And this happened in Minnesota in 2017. Okay. Fuck you, Minnesota. So, yes, fuck Minnesota. Fuck the police officers, whatever. But, um... We'll talk about the story that unfortunately happened to Mr. Lauren. So, um, Lauren uh, was well known among his group of friends as um, being a very like fun guy, but he was a ladies man. All right. So he uh, was known to date many women. That was just his thing. He did. He was in a in a legit relationship for quite a bit where he had two daughters with this one girl and it just didn't really shake out because he was like texting other girls and stuff but they Mm. still were had a very good relationship for their kids right um lauren um it, it was a great dad because his mom passed away when he was young so um family values were like really 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 important to him so after he broke up on his, with his uh, baby's mother, he, um, you know, got back out in the streets. And when he was out in the streets, he met a Miss Portia Humphrey. Oh, Portia girl. Mm-hmm. So Portia is, um, was a mother of four, four kids. Uh, yeah. And... Um, Lauren was really, I guess, attracted to her because they seemed to have pretty good, like, family values. She was a good mother also. Um, She also had, like, some childhood trauma related to parents. Um, Her mother shot her father, shot and killed her father in front of her uh, when she was a kid. So her mother went to to prison and she ended up in the system. So she was very serious about... um, you know, taking care of her kids in a way that that was associated with what she went through. So oh, um, they kind of connected over that. And um, but she, you know, she felt like, you know, she didn't really have any her parents in her life or people that loved her that <clears> way. So she the way she went about finding that was via men. OK, so maybe unconscious or consciously. But um Poor Lauren. Lauren on in 2017 was found dead, shot dead in his apartment on February 5th, 2017. Um, on that day, his um, one of his his friends, um, his best friend since he was 10 years old, uh, went to check on him. They were supposed to go to a Super Bowl party. <clears throat> And he was like, Lauren hadn't been answering his phone, which had been really weird for him because he was like, even if he, even if I call him and he doesn't answer, he usually texts back. Like, this is just not like him. So he ended up kind of breaking into the house and he said he saw his friend on the floor and he thought maybe he was just passed out drunk or something. So he was a little bit relieved, but then he called his name, called his name. There was no answer, tried to shake his ankle and he just felt like this, it was just way stiff. So that's when he realized he was um, dead. Um, his friend Curtis had uh, stated that, you know, he had been dealing with some depression. So he worried that he might have 
killed himself. So he um, went outside and he was a little bit panicked and he called 911. It was like, you know, I don't know. I think my friend might have killed himself. Um, the police come into the home and then they they find Lauren's body. Um, they also find a, um, a glass, a piece of glass with a what looks like a white pottery substance on it that could have been, that was used for drug use. It looks like it could have been cocaine. So on that glass, they also found a fingerprint. Mm. So of course they take that for into custody, but um, they asked his friend, Curtis, did, you know, did he ever do any drugs? And he was like, that's one thing I can, I can vouch for my friend for sure. Like he may smoke weed a little bit at times, but he never would do cocaine. Like mm -hmm. that's just not him. So they say, okay, they ask him a little bit more about his life. And he's like, he is, is, you know, did he do any drugs? Was he caught up with some wrong people? He was like, not at all. The only drama that ever surrounds him is with women. With the ladies. With the ladies, because he is a ladies man. He's a player, player. So he um, tells them that, you know, he was dating this girl. Um, he was in a long distance relationship. He started talking to this girl who was out in Atlanta. Her name was Suzette Bourgeois. <laughs> and I know it sounds like a fake name. It really does. That no, sounds like a name I would give somebody. Like, make up. What's your name? Uh, if I, like if we were drunk and went to a bar and I used an accent for no reason, which yeah. I do a lot of times, if I decided to be Francais that yeah. night, but like, what is your name? Oh, my name is Suzette. Bourgeois. Suzette Bourgeois. And you gotta introduce yourself first and last name. You have to. Like, you have to do that. My name is Suzette. Suzette Bourgeois. Bourgeois. <laughs> so, so Suzette was like, yeah, um, obviously they always turn to the people that... These white people? They started... Um, no, these are black people. Girl. So, mm -hmm. Suzette Bourgeois is... Okay. Yeah. All She's right, girl. In Atlanta. She's, is she from Atlanta or was she from Louisiana? Louisiana? I have no idea. Okay. So, um, so of course they start looking into the women in his life. Suzette was like, yes, we, we talk every day. And she actually contacted his friend Curtis too, because she was like, I hadn't heard from him in a few days. Mm -hmm. um, and she was uh, very worried about it. Uh, very, very worried about it. It's been like three days. She hadn't heard anything. And that's, that's very weird because they literally talked every day. So um, the police ruled her out because she was at between her work and, and other things they were able to rule out that she was in Atlanta during that time. Now, here's the difficult part. His body was in his home, um, but the ambient temperature inside the apartment was very, very low. It's like 45 degrees. Oh, so he could have been killed like a week before. Exactly. So they had no idea because the body didn't really have those <clears throat> signs of decaying like you would expect because it was so cold. Basically, he was like in a refrigerator in his apartment. So there was no smells or anything. So they couldn't really determine when he passed away or when he was shot, which is very difficult when you're trying to find a murderer. Mm -hmm. So what they did was um, then asked, after they spoke with Suzette, they spoke with the neighbors. And um, also Suzette stated that, you know, he was having um, the last time she spoke with him or one of the last times she spoke with him over the phone, his ex, Portia, had showed up to the house while she was on FaceTime with him. And she was banging on the door, banging on the door. And she was like, um, hey, let me in. I got to pee. <laughs> the fuck? 
Uh, I gotta pee. So she was like, I could see this going on on FaceTime. She goes to the bathroom and comes out naked and lays on his couch and I guess starts like playing with herself or whatnot. So of course yeah. girl. So so Suzette was like, This bitch is crazy. Yeah. So um, you know, he's been trying to kind of cut off that relationship for a while, but it was kind of an off and on kind of uh, push and pull type thing. So when he started talking to Suzette, he might have been talking to Portia, but he was adamant on cutting that off. Couldn't leave you crazy alone. Be trying to tell you. So here's the thing. So that was February 5th when they found the body. But um, they they spoke with the, the police spoke with the neighbors and they one of the neighbors said, I think I, was, I saw him on February 3rd. So they were like, okay, there's that window, okay, where February 3rd, he was seen alive. We found him on February 5th, so that kind of helps build that timeline. Oh, okay. Right? So um, they then, from Suzette talking about Portia, then go talk to Portia. Portia is at the um, the office and uh, the, the police office. What's it called? Police station. station. <laughs> the police office. Office officer. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You get the picture. <laughs> she so, so sorry. She has like two six post office, police office. One of those things has got to be right. Girl, like, where are you going? I gotta go file a report at, at the, the office. Police the office. office. <laughs> the police office. Like, I mean, it should, it should be. It should it be called sense. a police office because it's officers. Officers. Like you are an er of the office. Of the office, exactly. I got you. Thank you. So y- y'all got it wrong, so basically. She, so she's <laughs> down there and um, she shows up um, with all of these papers showing that and receipts showing like her alibi where she was on February 1st. Oh, <laughs> oh, Portia. <laughs> so, this was from February. She's like, I went to Walmart on February oh, 1st. Oh, February 1st. And then she just keeps giving them receipts. And they're like, this is weird. Like, they're like, how do you have all these receipts? And But they're like, lady, like, we're not, at, they didn't tell her, of course, but they're like, nobody's looking for February 1st. Right. So, also, um, but also, who does that? Like, who just keeps all their shit on purpose? Just for in an case. Exact day. Just in case. Just in case anybody asked me where I was on this day. Everywhere I was on February 1st. There you go. You can check that out. <laughs> and, and they're like, ma'am, nobody, we weren't even thinking about February 1st, but they didn't tell her that, <clears> of course. So, um, she also, one of her friends, Portia's friends, also said that February 2nd, she um, spoke with Portia, and Portia was really sad, and she was saying that um, Lauren, Lauren had got shot. So that's why she was sad. At this point, no one in the world knew anything about February 1st or that he had gotten exactly. shot on February 1st. So the police then gather this information because how, Girl, how stupid dumb are you? Come on now. The police didn't even find. <laughs> Girl. That's not funny. Sorry, Lauren. But yeah. So then also she People can like, never keep their mouth shut. That's how this shit always ends up. It always falls apart because y'all are stupid. So then she, right. um, 
She, they also asked her about, he, he did own a gun, a 40 caliber gun, and, and they asked if she had ever handled it before. And she said, yeah. And then she later, like minutes later, says like, oh no, I never saw the gun, I never touched it. So then because she lied, they were able to arrest her on suspicions of her being the murderer because she's lying and contradicting herself in that session. And why are you bringing all this shit from February 1st? Right. So fishy, we're gonna arrest you. They arrested her and more things start to come together. So Suzette had actually, um, oh, they're able to to get into his phone. You know, it can kind of take a while to unlock someone's phone. So they're able to get into his phone and they see that all of his communications of his on his phone kind of stop on February 1st. So he had been texting Suzette and he's um, and he was also um, texting and in talking to another woman who is neither Suzette nor Portia. Nice, 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 nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't dating anybody. Oh, uh, I guess. I what? mean, these, all these women thought that they wasn't were in full-ass relationships. Oh, okay. So there's that. Um, so there, there's another girl called uh, Dara Leash, something, something correct, something wild. I mean, she doesn't really have much to do with the story, but he was talking to another woman. They saw that that also stopped on February 1st. But when Suzette um, was speaking with him, she had apparently uh, flew out there. And the night prior to February 1st, she had stayed over at his home. So Suzette stayed over the the day before February, um, day before February 1st. Okay. So that would be what, January 31st, January 31st. Yeah. Yes. So January 31st, she stayed with him that night and she left the home the morning of February 1st. So obviously he was, obviously he was alive the morning of February 1st. Um, Before she left, the police also showed her pictures of the, the room where he was found dead. And he was, she was like, they were like anything out of place that wasn't there when you left that morning. And she said that glass with the drugs on it, with the drug residue on it, that was not there. So um, we'll get back to that piece of glass too. So she was like, no, and and I don't know him to do hard drugs or anything like that. Um, But before she left, he said that he wanted to have a conversation with one of his exes um, to just kind of, that needed to be had to to kind of stop things. And she already knew from seeing Portia on FaceTime previously that she's a little crazy. So she texted him and you could see that he had his red receipts on. So she texted him and was like, hey, how'd it go? That was red. But she sent another text not long after that or maybe a few hours later. It was like, I guess the conversation is still going on. You know how girls do. Yeah. I guess the conversation is still going on with your ex, huh? And that was never read. So they were able to kind of get a little time frame from that. Um, it's good detective work. Mm-hmm. Something I would do. Now, that piece of glass with the fingerprint on it, whose fingerprint was it, do you think? Portia. Of course. <laughs> so she was already booked. And the fingerprints matched. It was Portia it who did like it. It only somebody on a, a coke high. It, well, it, actually, it was MDMA. It was ecstasy that was on the thing. Yes, girl. So I was like, weird as fuck. What kind of... Yeah. <laughs> so... So they uh, find that they obviously, oh, oh, Lord. yeah, so now they're able to charge her. And after they're able to charge um, a Portia, um, they also, uh, everything just basically kind of comes 
to a head and she gets her lawyer, she stops talking. Um, her lawyer asked for a plea deal, but the the state or whatever wanted to make sure that she um, is charged with, with, with murder because mm -hmm. she killed someone, made sure it was homicide. Um, she ended up doing a plea deal, she pleaded guilty, um, but because they accepted the plea deal, because they didn't want to go to trial, because they were like, she could change her whole story and she could possibly get less. So they, she ended up just getting nine years in prison for this. Yeah. And we'll show a picture of you, what she looks like and what he looked like. And I was just like, they were like, how the, how the fuck? He really had to be a ladies man because I don't, I don't think he had a type. So, yeah. That is the story of. I'm sorry. Wait, he had. Mm -hmm. Wait. You like, should see what she looks like. I'll show a picture. Oh, here. I see. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> okay. It took me a minute to try to understand where you were going with this. Okay. All right. I see. So, well, yeah. I mean, we. That's how they, these men be. They don't have a type. You mess with the wrong crazy one. Uh huh. You might get shot. Um, so then she says afterwards, after she did the plea deal, her story was that she went over there and to just ask them to, if he could show her how to hold a gun. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> and she uh, mishandled it and, and shot him on mistake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Everybody knows it's because she was gravely jealous. Mm -hmm. And that's what envy does. Well, and, and that and the psychological implications of growing up knowing that your mom shot your dad in front of you. Exactly. Life comes full circle in that story. So that is the story of Portia Humphrey and Lauren High. Portia, girl. 2017. Leave them crazy ones alone. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. I, I don't have a murder story. But per our episode, from oh two yes, weeks, we said we were gonna talk. I about did probably it is true crime related because I mean this technically could be um, attempted assault. But yes, <laughs> so I wanted to hear this story. <laughs> to kind of keep it light, it's funny now. This is the story of how Twitter almost got my ass beat. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Okay, so this is like 2000 like 10 or something like that. I don't even remember. So, my homegirl is dating this guy. So, when my pre-story, like when my homegirls date multiple dudes at a time, I don't have the time to learn their names. I don't give a yeah. shit. You you are like I give them nicknames, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you like little shirt. Little yeah, shirt like it, because if I if tiny I met shirt. you and you had a little shirt, you gonna be a little shirt. Yeah, tiny this shirt too. One of my friends, I yeah. she had she was talking to a dude one time named Face. I called him Face because I was like his face <laughs> is just. He had a face. It was intense. It was. It was he had ugly. a very nice body, and I was just like his oh, face. Don't butter match face. his body. He was a butterface. So I, the, the only like she would be like, oh yeah, I went on. Let's call him John. She'd be like, oh yeah, I went on a date with John. I would be like, who? Like my brain like literally doesn't register names, oh, and God. they're like face. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You went on a date with oh, face. Shit. Like so, everybody has a nickname. I'm sorry, you were just dude of the month to yeah. me. I have like we have no reason to be friends. I'm not that type of bitch. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't need to be your 
best friends with the dude that you're dating this month. You are diminished to one of your worst features. <laughs> Essentially. Basically. Either one of your worst features or something that is memorable about you. Like, that is going to be your nickname. So this dude had a nickname. I don't remember what it was. Um, but I never, I never actually met him yeah. in person. I had no idea who he was. We'll call him, we'll call him Omar. <laughs> so she, you know, she just told me stories like, oh yeah, I went on a little day with Omar last night. It was cool or whatever. All right, great. So she dated Omar for like, let's say a couple weeks. Yeah. And then she hit me up and she's like, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna cut Omar. I was like, okay. Like, whatever. Yeah. I, I literally, I do not care. Like, I could give zero shits. I was like, okay, cool. So for whatever reason, this is like the the wild, wild west of Twitter times. This is mm-hmm. back when you could say anything, do anything. People used to talk reckless. shit to each other. Talk so reckless. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> if, you were, if you weren't there, I am sorry. But people, not to say, I mean, you touched on this before. Yeah. Like, not saying like. It's, it's terrible to be sensitive and we should all be sensitive yeah. to certain things and issues and empathetic. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that have been said that got glossed over, but yeah. it was a good time because it was just easier. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if we would all like talk shit to each other and nobody got offended and got canceled. So <clears throat> she, for whatever reason, I guess the cutting him off portion didn't go as well as she thought. So I don't know, I guess they got in a fight. So she took it to Twitter and she blasted him on Twitter and said like some crazy stuff. And I don't wanna like- He got a butter face and he got a No, no, this is a different person. But yeah, like since she talked about it, like basically like you got a small dick and you can't sling it anyway, like (laughs) shit like that. And like, that's why you still live at home with your mama, you bitch ass and you know, like shit yes. like that. And, but she was going off. And like, in those days of the wild, wild west of Twitter, like when people are retweeting you and egging you on, it just only encourages you to keep going. So it yes. kept going. And then all of a sudden, like, um, like my homeboy started jumping in and everybody is retweeting her tweets, including me with the hashtag RIP Omar. So, that just became a thing. It was like R.I.P. Omar, like that she <laughs> killed him, like on Twitter. So it and it was like a running joke, like R.I.P. Omar. We were like cracking yes. mad jokes about it, like damn, oh Omar's gonna go home and cry to his mama with his little dick, you know, like shit like that. <laughs> so fast forward, maybe like two weeks or so. Omar is not on Twitter, BT okay. Dubs, <clears throat> but his friends were. So fast oh, forward shit. a couple weeks, I was at some club with my friends. And Omar walked up to one of my homeboys and was like, I'm gonna beat your ass. And we're like, gasp. <laughs> Where did that come right. from? I'm like, damn. I didn't know it was Omar Sir. either because I never met Omar. So yeah. I just saw some dude walking up to him, like, yeah. I'm gonna beat your ass. And I was like, what did you do to this man? And he's like, man, that's cause of so-and-so and so-and-so. And I was like, oh damn, like, I guess somebody sent him the tweets. That's crazy. But it was in the middle of an event, and so it was just kind of like a tabled, right? Yeah. More time passes by, and we're thinking, like, nobody thought anything of it. We're just like, okay, whatever. That one incident happened, and he's yeah. like, beat your ass, and then that was it. He never beat his ass. So we're at a bar one night, and it's me and 
a whole bunch of my own boys and they disappeared. So I'm sitting on the couch just by myself in there, like thinking like, what are they doing? I thought right. they were outside like smoking or something. Yeah. I, I don't smoke. So I was like, just let them do their thing. I'm sitting there enjoying my drink, having a good time by myself. Right. And then I was like, all right, this has been like 30 minutes. So let me go and check on them because they wouldn't leave me by myself. Yeah. So I walk outside and it was like, drama so i'm like scooting it and i'm like trying to look to see what's happening right. there's two sides and it's like omar and his friends and my homeboy <laughs> and so i'm like what is off. what's happening and nothing's happening like i hate when dudes are just so like talking shit like just fight yeah. and get over it like do some shit they're just standing there like talking shit to each other and they're going on and just like blah 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 blah, blah fuck you and you you said this is, I read your tweets and you said this about me and say that to me, say that shit to my face you know like shit like that oh so God. I'm just I'm still just kind of standing there and I'm like going back and forth looking like wow y'all gonna fight or what right like, what, or what? <laughs> like you're just gonna right you're just gonna, like, you tweeted right exactly I, I think it's funny at this point because i'm like you are really depressed over twitter so i'm standing there just like literally just standing there and he looked at me and he knew who i was mind you i had never seen omar before yeah. but i'm like hello nice to meet you and he steps up to me and he was like you too bitch Whew. i'm gonna fuck you up too now, if you know anything about me, which most of you don't, I don't back down. <laughs> so in that moment when I was very drunk and that was a, a different time of mine, different different mm -hmm. place. But you know, like if a man's gonna threaten yeah. you, I'm not, I'm Hell like, no. you're not gonna- I'm not standing for that. I'm not, no, absolutely not. Whatever you're gonna do, cause it, it takes a certain type of man mm -hmm. that physically threatens harm to, to a, a woman. woman because yeah. you're a fucking coward. And I ain't scared of them because that means you're I'm a little not, bitch. That means you are a little bitch because you feel like you, you can't fight a grown ass man, but yeah. you feel like you could beat the ass of a woman. So yeah. I'm like looking around, I was like, okay. So I snap and I was like, <laughs> so I got in his face and I was like, bitch, fuck you. I was like, you wanna fight? Fight me then, what you gonna do? I was like, hit me. So I'm all up in his face. I'm like, hit me, ho. The fuck you gonna do? You gonna fight me? You gonna fight a woman? And they're like holding me back. And they were like, stop, 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 stop. This is a very large man too. So he would have like killed me oh my God. that night. And it, I think it was like, that might've been the moment that set it off. My dumb ass like trying to fight him. They're like, y'all ain't gonna fight. Y'all not even fighting. Right. But he just threatened me. Ain't nobody said shit. And right. you know how I get when people yeah. don't say shit to come to my rescue whenever a man threatens me. So I was ready to fight. And literally then and there, it was like, oh shit, we fighting. And they all just like got into a street brawl <gasps> in the like in the middle of the street. I'm the only, I'm literally the only woman there out of like 20 dudes. And I'm just standing there like, oh no, oh. <laughs> Cause what the fuck was I gonna do? Nothing. Nothing. There was nothing for me like, to do. Anybody need a water break? <laughs> I'm on the street like, hey guys, y'all want? I poured up some some water. 
I have towels available, uh, band-aids, everybody <laughs> needs one. And I'm just following, ice. <laughs> ice, I have ice packs. I'm following them down the street. I'm walking beside them because it just kept pushing oh, like God. across the street. And I'm walking with them, watching this fight. Like nobody wanted to like fight with me. So I was just by myself. Well, thank God, thankfully. shit. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was it was a whole thing. Thankfully, like the cops didn't come, but there were like injuries to them and shit. Just regular fight. All because of Twitter. All because of some tweets. So you got to be careful about what you say, because there are people that will get very offended from your tweets and Twitter fingers ain't just Twitter fingers. Sometimes people be ready to pull up. I learned my lesson that For night. Sure. I was like, I'm not, all right, this shit is real life. I'm not talking shit to nobody on Twitter. Like, I, I actually learned a real life lesson. I was like, okay, it's just jokes to you, but sometimes people get offended, so. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that was the Wild West, literally. Oh that, yeah. And that was, sounded like a Wild West standoff. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. That's how God. it felt. I walked out like, What's up? I'm quick. Don't come to me because I'm quick to to do something and run. Like if a guy comes up she to me, will. I will slap you she or will. I will I will kick you in the in the balls real real quick and run away. And I'm small, so I get away fast. Yeah. Okay. She does. So now you go standing there looking stupid. That's her move. By yourself. Yeah. Now and then I I'm was, just gonna leave. Like I I was ready. I was full on ready like for a fight. I don't know how. I don't know how, who, how, when, where I was going to fight, but I didn't want to slap and run away. They I was have like, balls. They have me. balls. It's like the most sensitive thing. Just kick them in the balls. No, I know. I just like I I didn't want to do like a quick move and run away. I like yeah. I wanted to fight. Oh, hell no. I know. I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm not. I've not never had. Neither one of us have ever been in a fight in our lives. No. That is one of the like ten things that drew us together yeah <laughs> only aggressive things that i've been yeah. in have been with men who have been same crazy same ridiculous like oh the like God. four near fights i've ever had in my life were all with men of course ain't that something ain't that some shit i don't know i've never bought one time in the eighth grade been in a near fight with a woman but <laughs> a girl a girl at the time a girl at the time but that was it Oh my gosh! Yeah, made no. me crazy. That no. is a funny story, though. That's, Girl, that is nuts. I'm glad you're safe, friend. I'm glad that you didn't get beat up. Thank you. And you're here today to tell the story. I'm here to tell the story. I'm still alive to tell the story. But yeah, it's funny now. At the time, it was very dramatic. But now I'm just like, hmm, that was funny. <laughs> and we're cool now, me and Omar. Like, if Seriously? I see him, yeah, if I see him out and about, like we speak. That was like long what? time ago. We like we we squashed it. I was like, bro, all right. But now you know his name. Look, I do. No, at I know. The very end, he was like, I'm not gonna be face. No, no, no he wasn't name. face. I forgot what his oh. nickname was. Face is a different, like a different friend. Like oh, okay. I was just like giving an example. But he, I don't know. I don't even know if I gave him a nickname at that point. I just never knew who he was. Oh my gosh. I was about to say something, but I'm scared he's going to try to like see this and try to fight me. So yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I, wouldn't I wouldn't say anything, but you know, my hopefully mood. none of, none of his friends are, I don't know. I'm Omar. I'm not trying to fight no more. Okay. We're cool. <laughs> we are cool all right. Hopefully that was a long time like ago. We ago. are in our thirties. Yes. All right. 
we don't have time for that shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure. Wink, wink. Hopefully. Um, girl, I don't know. People. <laughs> I'm definitely, I learned my lesson. I'm walking away now. Oh my God. Um, What else? Murder shows. Oh yeah. So uh, have you seen any good murder shows? I week? watched Why Did You Kill Me? On Netflix. Oh, I started it, but I didn't finish. How is it? I I give it three skulls out of five. Why? So it was good, but like the whole so the whole thing, I thought it was supposed to be like about MySpace. That's yeah. why I was drawn to it because I was like, oh, this is like some early two thousands right. shit. You know, we love early two thousands and true crime. So I, I thought it was a mix, mm-hmm. and it included MySpace. But I thought that that whole MySpace thing got drawn out yeah. in the documentary. Uh, like they used it too much as a crutch, and it like really didn't. It didn't mean much to the actual story. It. It did, but they still drew it out. Like ah. after after I watched it, I was like, okay, like this could have been finished. It's, it's it about much um, this girl. I I don't even know what city or, but it's yeah. early two thousands, and she got killed in like a drive by. She caught a stray bullet oh, to the head, and so her family was trying to figure out who killed her. Yeah, and they ended up using MySpace. And they like interview, and the only thing like her mom, girl, her mom was crazy, and she, they're interviewing her mom, and she's like, yeah, you know, I did this and this and this, and they ended up having to like detain her mom because she wasn't cooperating with the police and everything. Oh, and God. if you see her, you you'll know. Understand? Yes. <laughs> and so they're like, I can say this; it doesn't reveal anything, but she's like, yeah, okay, you know, I've had I've had in the past some some. Uh, some dealings with drugs and it's like we're like no shit (laughs) her jaw was this way (laughs) the whole time i was watching i kept thinking of the push a t line and kilos came he gave you bobby brown jaw so i like hurt like her lips went this way and her jaw went this way i'm like lady obviously you had some dealings with some drugs in the past she she was a meth head and yeah girl but okay and this is the other thing why I gave it a three is if you see her, just picture very like redneck people. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of undertones in their interviews and stuff. Racial? Yes. Ugh. And so it made it made it very hard to like feel sorry for them. Yeah. Even though it's like a very sad story and what ended up the the person that did kill her was kind of who they suspected, but it was very like gangs and these people, these people and I I knew that it was like she she false ID'd some uh Mexican of kid. Of course she did. Some Mexican kid. Cause she's like she just drove by and she's like, that's him. That's I him. Saw him. I knew, a, I knew it was him. Mexican. He's in a gang. He's in a Mexican gang. And Fuck like one that. of the things I they did when shit. the girl like made the MySpace, she tried to make it sound like uh, a Chicana girl that girl, was trying stop. to, I swear to God. So she found a, a picture, she was catfishing, she found a picture of uh, this girl that was wearing a, a Chicana shirt and she created a profile that she thought would attract the Mexican or uh, Latino gangs. So her profile was, 
I love to party. What do you like to do for fun? I love to drink and smoke. Oh no, what she, no, no, no. She was like, yeah, I thought it was funny. Instead of saying drinking beers, I said drinking cervezas. It, Oh no. Yes. Okay. So you said exactly. this is what's gonna piss me off. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, Monet would be so pissed off. I, I was pissed off. I was like, the fuck? She's like, yeah, I put drinking cervezas instead of drinking beer. And I was like, you know me, I like to drink and party and smoke for fun. And I knew that would attract all the Latino gang members. Like, girl. Ew, disgusting. It was so gross. Like, that's what they had to do. And the police were not involved in this. They were like, we told them not to do that. Like, shit like that. Yeah. And it was just so very, like, I'm saying undertones, but it, it was racist. Um, but, yeah, so that's what had me, like, pissed off about it. Because I couldn't Ew. feel sorry for yeah. them and what they were going through. Because I'm like, bitch... Yeah, you would have been an asshole. Yeah, you been an asshole. And you, they A were just asshole. so... And they were like super white trash anyway. Like when her her sons were in and out of jail for drug possession, they were on. So meth. they were they had they, they had were girl they had face tattoos. I was like, how oh you talking God. about these these people? But your sons over here in and out of jail. You was in jail for meth possession. They got tats on their faces. Like come on now, this is look horrible. at look at who you are, but. So yeah, I give it three out of five just because of the racial racial implication, the racial okay, undertones. I don't got no problem saying that. Fuck that. I know, but like, I like it was sad for the girl mm -hmm. that got killed and didn't have yeah. nothing to do with like all the shit that was going on. Right. That was sad. So that that kind of made me mad because it was like a they were right yeah. type of situation. Yeah. But still, like fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, ugh. Anywho. So it's called Why Did You Kill Me? It's on Netflix if y'all want to check it out. That reminds me of something that happens like this week. And I know like there's the Sword and Scale podcast, which is another true crime podcast. Well, um, so do you remember the story of Adnan Syed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. The right? HBO documentary. Yeah. Right. So remember his, his cousin Rabia um, was is like had lots of she's a lawyer she oh yes 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 she was working like stuff. really hard she's to try working, to get him off yeah to get him off well she has a true crime podcast also but the the um the guy over the that does the sword and scale podcast i was like i've always heard it and it always comes up on like the top charts of true crime podcast why is he a racist fuck oh no he is so fucking racist i never looked at his page and when i looked at it I was so fucking disgusted. And I'm like, how many people, why do y'all listen to this guy? So I, I came across it because I follow this other podcast and they were saying, um, this other true crime podcast, uh, oh, I don't want to get the name wrong, so I won't say it. But they were like, um, you know, our friend Rabia is getting lots of racist messages. He's like got his fan base to just send her racist shit. And like attacking her online nonstop. And so is he, like always saying racist shit. If you go to his page, he has like all kinds of like, um, you know, the recent situation with the boy in South Carolina walking down his neighborhood and this guy stopped and he's like, oh, these Black Lives Matter people are all out there saying random bullshit. So I'm like, if you fucking <clears throat> listen to this guy on Sword and Scale, 
uh, I'm just like, how the fuck is is this allowed to? Are people like this allowed to become so fucking successful? Mm-hmm. He has so many people following him, and he's a fucking dunce. That's just so fucking ignorant. But you know, like people are attracted to negative. Like there's n- negative people are like moth to a flame to that shit. You know what I mean? Like even if he. I'm sure he has like a cult following because obviously we saw with, you know, the Trumpers and shit like that, mm-hmm. you gain that type of following. But also there may be people that just like listen to hate him too. Not saying that that's majority of yeah. where his listeners come from, but just like negative shit or anything that shakes the table, people are attracted to like, uh, what's your boy? Uh, Trump? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Samuels has a whole like cult following now because people like to listen to him because they love to hate him. And they like to listen to be like, what the fuck is this motherfucker saying today? But not understanding that those clicks equals more shit for him. I get, yeah, I get that. Not equate, not saying it's the same situation, but like a lot of people who aren't positive, who don't have anything good to say, they get that platform because that's what sells these days. You know how it used to be sex sells? Now it's like drama and negativity. And a lot of people, trolling sells, a lot of people, even like that, I'm not even saying her name, they call, you know, uh, Tammy Lauren on Twitter, you know who she is. Like, she wasn't even like all that conservative back when she started in her yeah. early, like in her college days and her journalism but it career. Got her fame. But it got her famous. A lot of people jumped on that train yeah. because that's what people wanted to see because that's what brings the ratings. It gets I mean, the people honestly, going. Look at Stacey Dash. Look at Stacey you know, Dash. Like, and she hopped off and was like, trying oh, to come back. Y'all still love me, right? No, no bitch. No. Uh, you say extremely offensive shit that actually hurts people. Like, he's fucking with this, this poor woman's yeah. life. You know, and he's a piece of shit, a piece of fucking shit. And he's won awards for that damn podcast. Oh, I was just disgusted. So disgusted. Fucking. fucking disgusted. Fuck that podcast. Fuck Sword and Scale. Fuck him. You know what? I feel like um, oftentimes we finish this show on a fuck you segment. Yeah. I think that just probably just needs to be a segment. A fuck you segment. Yeah. yeah fuck you. Mm-hmm. Big fuck you to him. Because like... <laughs> Fuck you. Cause like yeah. if we put together a highlight reel of the end of our show, it's a lot of you saying it's a fuck, lot of you. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that, fuck them, fuck you, fuck you too. Yeah. And fuck you for listening. Yeah. So to that shit. Like yeah. and yeah, you look at his Instagram. Full of some ugh. That's gross. Ugh. Stop giving people like that a platform. I'm sure his followers are like eating that shit up because he's talking about gross shit, yeah. and obviously they, you know, they ain't scared no more. They not hiding under a rock. They out here loud and proud. Loud and proud. But stop, like, to stop humble their making asses. him more famous and giving him be a good anti-racist life person. he doesn't deserve. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Listen Anywho. to people like us. Yeah. I mean, if you if if you didn't know that and you listen to it, then you can just switch over to us. I mean, we have the melanin and the murder. Right. Mm. We get a little bit of both. So that's our episode for today. We ended on our nice little fuck yous. And um, can we make this a gift? I don't know how to make one, but I can figure it out. I can figure it out. 
So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on at Melanin and Murder Pod on Instagram. And we hope you listen. We're on all streaming services. We love you. I'm going to get some rest for the week. I'm Monet. I'm T. We will see y'all next week. Bye.